0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of SweetBus. How are you guys doing? I hope you're having an excited day as I'm doing pretty good. And I was actually reviewing some sales processes and I wanted to, to discuss today. Hey, guys, Dan Shadimkov here, and you're listening to SweetBus scaling a digital B2B business for all the entrepreneurs, business owners and CEOs. This is your moment to radiate positive energy. Because if I can do it, so can you. In this podcast, I'm sharing my thoughts, opinions, and everyday experience in the business world. But I'm letting you glance into my personal life too. So stay tuned, because this episode may be the epiphany that you're looking for. So guess what? I am addicted to sales. And the less I'm doing it, the more I miss it. I mean, now we have a sales manager and a sales team in BSB. So... It's kind of hard not to tell. And, and you know, it's a skill that once you learn it, you have it forever and forever. It helps you in, in selling uh, your services, selling to your wife on where to go, selling to your friends on which restaurant to, to visit. And I'm not going to go in that details because it's a, it's a everyday life skill. But funny enough, I'm now opting into a lot of sales processes. I mean, I allow people to start selling me and I'm curious. I'm always analyzing their processes because that's what I do. I look at their frameworks, I look at their processes and I'm digesting it to see how efficient it is and it's funny to get exposed to all different sales processes and to be sold to, it's very easy nowadays. I just need to stand in a crowd and raise my hand and I'm like, I have money and that's it, there will be so many people trying to sell you so many different stuff. And I remember like, oof, was it six months ago when I was in Egypt, when I was sharing the experience from there, it was like, wow, a sales on a completely different relationship based level. And they were selling like $5, $10. Uh, Product and they were doing 90% more relationship that that companies that are selling five or ten thousand euros. Anyway, recently, recently, yesterday I think it was, but uh, I had an investment fund reaching out to me and they were like, you know what, Dancho, we you are a an owner and CEO, so we want to present to you what we have. And I was like, okay, that's a nice opportunity to do a sales in person, so they could sell me. Don't get me wrong. And I find it quite interesting because as an investment fund, um, they are trying to find as many potential prospects as possible. Uh, They do cold calling, they do referral, which I really liked. So it was not really like they called me out of the blue. But one friend of mine said, you know what, I have this girl, she actually works for an invested one. Can I connect with you so she can actually tell you a bit more? And that changed a lot. If someone did me a call prospecting and told me, you know what, we are an investment fund, would you like to do a call? I would say, no, I don't have time for this. But when a friend called me and asked me, it was more like a favor. And you know, you have that feeling like, well, I don't really need an investment service at this point. but. Yeah, let's do him a favor so let's let's hear them out. So from the investment fund point of sales process instead of doing cold calls they are going after their referral. So uh, after the, the after they finish with my sales process then they ask me can you recommend me someone that we can reach out to? And then I'm saying, well, yeah, you can actually talk to X, Y and Z. So then they're going to go to them and they have another referral and then, then they're going to ask referrals from those three and they're going to get even further referrals, but that was really well orchestrate sales process for breaking a cold prospect into a meeting. Then on the meeting, when I went, it was a physical, I mean, we had a coffee and it was really by the book and by the book that I'm writing at this point, it's a sweet deals and free. Maybe I haven't shared this yet, but uh, you know, guys, the trilogy, the first one was sweet leads, which was planned for reaching out to a cold prospect, warming them up, up to appointment, that's the sweet leads. But now I'm working on sweet deals, which would be, well, how to prepare for the meeting, how to do the perfect meeting, to do the proposal and the follow ups up to a client, and then there's going to be a third one, which will be sweet growth, which is once you have a client, how to keep them forever. So anyway, I'm looking for materials for the second book and they really did it by the book. So on the sales call, on the sales meeting now, this is a physical one, they really did some chit chatty, how are you, where where are you from and how do you do and blah, 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 like five to ten minutes of a general chit chat just to establish that the relationship. And they're like, well, Dancho, would you mind if we actually together fill this questionnaire so I can better understand your investment needs and what are your hopes? And it feels pretty simple. They took out one piece of paper, A4 format, so I was like, yeah, sure and it started with some more generic questions like well how old are you do you have a wife do you have kids and those kind of stuff and you know they start slow and afterwards i thought well it's one page of how bad it could be but through all the pages, what are your desires for retirement? What do you think? How much money do you need for that? And those kind of questions. And then she flipped the page. And I was like, okay, on the back of the side, there are more questions. And that's when it gets personal. Well. What will happen with your family if you die tomorrow? How much money do you think that they will need to continue living their life standards? Uh, What about your children? My methodia is five years. Well, in 14 years from now, he will go to university. How much money do you think he will need if he wants to go to a private university? Well, those were quite sensitive and personal questions actually, but What I really liked is that they did the report on me. They were not making a sales assumption. Hi, we're an investment fund. We can offer you X, Y, and Z. And this is the pricing and you can get a discount and you can do X, Y, and Z. No, 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 no. They did the right step. They qualified me and built a a, a diagnostics, like a doctor diagnostics, checking my blood, my urine sample, my uh, um, everything. And. After that, she was like, well, I'm not going to sell you anything today. What I'll do is I'll take these numbers, I'll talk with the team and I want to do a second meeting where I'll actually present you something that is specifically tailored for you. So when should we book the second meeting? And she booked, opened the calendar and immediately, how about in three days from now, let's book a same meeting where, where we can discuss the, the presentation. And I was like, wow, that's how you do sales. And that's really the, the I of course, they're going to offer uh, 10K plus uh, service, but that's how you do sales. And I really recommend this because... Uh, most of the sales people are in a rush and they just jump into a call. If it's online or into a physical and like, I don't care who you are, but let me tell you what is our solution and how it can help you. And you're like, wait a minute. You don't even know me. You don't even ask me if I have a problem. And sales are like, okay, so you are not fit for our service. We go to the next one and to the next one and to the next one. And here was well orchestrated. Now from a sales point of view, uh, reaching out to cold prospect is always hard, but when you have a personal recommendation, it gets much easier. And then instead of blowing it up on the sales meeting about talking how great they are and about their metrics and what kind of return of investment and everything, nothing. The whole meeting was about me and feeling, answering all those questions. And I'm still at this stage because I still haven't done the second meeting, but for me, now when I do the second meeting, I know that maybe they have a template that they're just sharing around with everybody on their pricing and and offers and services, but at least it feels much personalized. It feels like they've spent a few days thinking about me and what's the best tailored service for me. They could just come back with a template, but the impression is much better. And now I'm actually open to hear what they have to say because they've listened to me. They asked me all the sensitive questions they could. And now I'm curious what they're going to come back. It's not like, ah, here is the PDF or here is the proposal quote that we have, but no, 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 no. They're asked the right questions to say, you know what, we can create an offer specifically for you. And I'm curious now, I'm excited. I want to go on the second meeting to see what they'll come up with. And that's how you do sales guys. It's not about selling, but actually talking to the prospect, trying to get as much information and diagnostics as possible. So then on the second meeting, when you show him the prizes, you can say this is specifically tailored for you, specifically for your specific needs, not like a prepackaged thing. And I love it. Don't get me wrong, I would continue going to as many sales meetings as I'm invited to because that's how you look at different sales processes and that's how you learn new stuff. And this is applicable in most service providers that have high tickets. You could go on the first meeting and saying, you know what? this meeting is not about sales let your guard down you don't need to keep your hands up let's talk about your business and i do have a set of questions that i would like to know in regards to well what's your business how many employees what was the turnover last year what are your expectations for this turnover what are the biggest obstacles that are preventing you to get from point A to point B. Well, what do you think will actually help you getting from point A to point B? Well, what have you tried so far in solving your current problem of reaching from point A to point B? And shut up and listen. And at the end of the day, you could say, wow, this was a lot of information. Let me talk with my team so I can come back to you with a specific solution. And then guess what the solution is? what you really think that could help their businesses. But you know, what is their point A, current situation? Was their point B, the desired situation? What they have tried so far and failed and why it failed, which is most important. So you wouldn't do the same mistakes. And that's how you do sales. And then on the second call, you can say, well, you know what? We talked with our team. This is the best solution for you. It involves X, Y, Z. This is the pricing. This is what it includes. So Think about it and if you're a salesperson or an entrepreneur, go to a few sales calls or a few sales meetings where you're the buyer, because then you're going to experience the other way and look at the process, not just the product that they're selling, but the process that they're doing in order to, to sell you something. I find it quite exciting and I don't think that it's interesting for everybody, but doing one or two, it wouldn't hurt you. That's all I have for today, guys. Uh, do Do have a great day. Thanks for tuning in, guys. If you enjoyed the episode, then do subscribe. Oh, and you can tell a friend, too. Don't miss out on the previous or the upcoming episodes on podcast.bizbeesolution.com. If you have a question or just really want to say hi, feel free to do so on my social media profiles. Connect with me or DM me on LinkedIn or Facebook. Did you know that my book with Leads is an Amazon bestseller? Well, grab your Kindle or printed copy on Amazon.